0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: Hello, my friends. It's Ruby here, and you are listening to News Time. Hi, Ruby. On today's episode, we are going to soar through the sky with astronauts in training. And back on the ground, we'll take a tour of a State Parliament House. We'll check out a new statue at the Sydney Cricket Ground and we'll find out why an ancient artwork is being returned to its owners. Then it's time for our wow of the week. That's the story that made us go... Wow! Wow. I wonder what it will be. Well, let's find out.
0: Let's go! Story number five!
1: Gravity. ...is the name of the force that keeps you and me and everyone else down here on the ground. What do you think would happen if we didn't have gravity?
0: It will feel like you're flying. I would feel like an alien floating in the sky. Whee!
1: Yes, that's right. And now, 16 explorers who live with disability are about to experience what it feels like to move around in a gravity-free space. They are boarding an aeroplane and going on something called a parabolic flight, a journey that lets them float around like astronauts in space. I want to feel
0: what it feels like to not touch the floor.
1: It sounds like fun, doesn't it? The plane will fly 9,000 metres above the ground and then drop down to 7,000 metres. During that drop, the flyers will float through the air and experience zero gravity for 25 seconds. Then the plane will do that again and again, 15 times. Whee! Dwayne Fernandez from Western Sydney is one of the people who gets to go. He has two prosthetic legs. During the zero-gravity flight, he'll be able to move around the plane's cabin without having to stand up. Because he's flying? Yep. When he's in space, Dwayne's disability isn't really a disability at all. When there's no gravity keeping us on the ground, he's just as agile as able-bodied people. Dwayne says he can't wait. He's always dreamed of going to space, but he always thought his disability would mean it was impossible. Happy travels, Dwayne. Story number four. Welcome, welcome to South Australia's Parliament House. This is the chamber where the politicians conduct their debates. The bathrooms are on your left, and ah, here we have the Strangers Gallery. The Strangers Gallery sounds a bit dangerous. Hmm, good point. What is a stranger?
0: Somebody who you don't know?
1: Yes. And up until recently, the Strangers Gallery was the name of the area in South Australia's Parliament where the public could sit and watch the government in action. But some Year 6 students from Prospect Primary School visited Parliament House recently, and they thought the Strangers Gallery isn't a very inviting name. They thought the word stranger sounded a bit negative, didn't make them feel very welcome. If you know someone and you call them a stranger, that would be being a bit mean. The Prospect Primary Kids wrote a letter to some politicians and they suggested the name be changed. The politicians decided to vote on it. And when they did, most people voted in favour of the name change. They decided that, instead of the Strangers Gallery, they would call it the Public Gallery instead. Yeah, it sounds way
0: more better than The Stranger Gallery because public is people who you don't know both outside your house and on the streets.
1: Isn't it amazing that a group of kids was able to make a big change like that? The kids from Prospect Primary should be very proud of themselves. They're hoping the change will make future visitors feel more comfortable when they're at Parliament. Story number three! It's time to unveil a statue. The one right here at the Sydney Cricket Ground. (gasps) Ta-da! I
0: can see that one man is wearing a hat and funky shoes
1: and he's holding a bat. Actually, this is a statue of a woman In fact, it's the world's first statue of a female cricketer. Her name is Belinda Clark, and she's one of the greatest cricketers of all time. Go, Belinda! She was the captain of the Australian team for more than 10 years. She set heaps of records, like the most test and one-day international runs and the top international score for an Australian woman. 229 not out.
0: Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy! Oi,
1: oi, oi! The statue was created by an artist named Kathy Wiseman. It shows Belinda with her bat playing an attacking shot on the leg side.
0: It looks like a person who's getting ready to bat the ball. Yep.
1: If you ever visit the SCG, you can see this statue of Belinda at the main entry to the members' area. Back when Belinda started playing cricket, there weren't as many girls in the game, so she was a fierce trailblazer. She says this statue represents having a go and being courageous. She wants people to see it and realise that if you put your mind to something and you've got good people around you, you can do some amazing things.
0: Good on you, Linda. Story number
1: two. Thousands of years ago, Tasmania's Aboriginal people carved beautiful artworks into rocks.
0: Dots and lines and dots and lines and dots and lines!
1: There were also intricate circles carved into these rocks, and they are called petroglyphs. They were carved into sandstone along the Tasmanian coast in a protected indigenous area called Premingana. 60 years ago, some of these petroglyphs were taken away. Because they're so old? Yeah, that was part of the reason. Scientists who were studying Indigenous culture cut off the petroglyphs with saws and sliced them into two pieces. They took the slabs of these rock to the Tasmanian Museum and Art Gallery and put them on display. And they've been there ever since.
0: The person who did it would make the person who
1: drawed it have bad feelings. Tasmania's Aboriginal people didn't agree with the petroglyphs being taken. They spoke up and asked for them back. The museum apologised for taking them and now, in collaboration with the Aboriginal community, it's organising the return of several important items to their traditional owners. Pakana woman Rebecca Digney has been planning the return of these petroglyphs, and she says she's very happy that these sacred carvings will soon be back where they belong. She says Aboriginal culture belongs in Aboriginal hands. They'll be so happy, 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 happy. And you know what? It's time for now. This
0: story made me go, wow, because the scientists found the first fossil in Australia.
1: In Western Queensland, scientists have uncovered the complete fossilised head and body of an ancient marine reptile. It looks
0: like a big dinosaur with a long neck and has some flippers.
1: That's right, a 100-million-year-old elasmosaur. It has flippers like a turtle, a long neck like a giraffe, a huge body and a tiny tail. A fully-grown elasmosaurus can be longer than a bus. That's so incredible. These fossils were found in the western Queensland town of McKinlay. But, hang on, how do you think... Fossils of a swimming reptile ended up in the dusty outback.
0: Because they like being in hot water.
1: (laughs) It's actually because millions of years ago that part of Australia was actually an inland sea. Someone found the bones on their property and sent pictures to scientists. The scientists got very excited and rushed out with their tools.
0: You use a shovel and keep. Digging until you find something that looks like a bone, and then you keep digging so you can get it out, and then you dust it off.
1: Sounds like you could be a paleontologist. The scientists carefully dug up the fossils and packaged them in bubble wrap and plaster and wet toilet paper to keep them moist. They took the precious cargo to the Museum of Tropical Queensland in Townsville. Scientists are very excited about this discovery because it's the first time in Australia that the head and body of an elasmosaur has been found all in one piece. They looked at it
0: and they, I think they'd say to each other, I'm glad that we finally found our first dinosaur.
1: Yeah, scientists say that Queensland's outback is full of fantastic fossils, And they can't wait to see what they find next. And that is it for today, my friends. Thank you, Ruby. Check out the Newstime quiz. It's in the show notes. I'll catch you next week with five more amazing stories. Bye, Ruby. See you later. Or, as they say in Basque, agur. Newstime is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.